Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sexual Sounds, the podcast. Nope, where I'm not ta- doing that intro. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, everybody, welcome to Spiritual Successor. Uh, we are a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. AJ. That's me. I'm your host, AJ Hart. Who are you? I'm Blake. And you know what? What? We have a Patreon now. We have a Patreon now? We have a Patreon now where you can come in and listen to, for like two bucks a month, you can listen to our ghost tapes. Where and you, you can, can listen hear... to it as many times as you want for two bucks a month. <laughs> and... You could listen to it Monday, the first. You could listen to it Tuesday, the second. Wednesday, the third. It's going to get boring after a while, AJ. It's going to get really boring. <laughs> it might even get boring after the second listen. It's it, it's really bad. We like recorded it in AJ's garage, so it sounds like a little spacey and shit. <laughs> it, we but, have definitely gotten better since then. Yeah, so we do have a Patreon if you guys want to go check that out. And for the time being, we're actually experimenting a little bit with a Discord. Mm-hmm. We're not entirely certain if there's enough of you listeners out there that are willing to check it out and make it worthwhile. So for the time being, it's there as a test. Mm-hmm. See if, we, if, uh, if there's a... If eventually we're going to have enough people for like a cool little chat room where you can see art early and other fun, you could devote on games that we play and other cool shit like that. But enough of that, AJ. What do we do here? What we do here is we do comedy video game designs. We already did, we already did that. Oh, we take your submissions from the internet, from Twitter, from Reddit, and from emails, and we turn those into the next AAA video game titles. You sound so fucking awkward. I'm really stuffy today, and I'm also like <laughs> trying to be very particular about my enunciation mm. because, like, I woke up and my mouth was just like, yeah, it's not because of Bell's palsy like you had. It's just because like I have like the world's oh most God. lazy mouth of all time. AJ, I had a nightmare last night. What <laughs> did you have a nightmare that it <laughs> came a, back? Yeah, I had, a, I, I had a nightmare last night where I couldn't move the right side of my face. No. And I'm like, it's back. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't remember it until you just said it just now, but like, whole, it, like I got, I woke up and I was like, huh. I hate, I hate that feeling. I hate when you like wake up and like whatever you were dreaming about, you think is real for a little bit. Like, oh yeah. The worst is when you wake up. Like I have a lot of dreams where my teeth fall out. Uh, and so like, sometimes I'll just wake up and be like, damn, I lost another tooth. <laughs> and it's like, no, I still got all of them. The only ones that are missing are the ones that the dentist pulled out. I got all my teeth. Don't you worry about it. And then I brush them because I'm just so happy to have them still. Weird thought. Hmm. I wouldn't mind not having teeth. What the <laughs> fuck? Because I can get- Why? Can... Why would you like ha- not having teeth? Like, I can't- My I, teeth I don't are get my me, favorite don't, thing don't, in the world. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I, oh, be, I love I, teeth. I love being able to chew jerky and all the good shit, but like- And food and burgers well, and you tacos. Could, no, you could still fucking eat all that shit. You could not eat a burger without teeth. You can. You can believe it or not, my dad, he was a, he was a heavy smoker. Are you so... going to be like, oh, well, you could have dentures. Oh, no, 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 no. He takes his dentures out because he finds it more comfortable to eat that way. <laughs> and he just gums them and he, he just, just lets gum- the gummy work of the burger gums. go in. Hey, he I hate gum- to be the one to tell you this. Your dad's a pervert. He, oh, I just like the gummy feel of the burger in my mouth. Oh, you know it's even you know it's even gums. you know it's even weirder. My mom still kisses him if he doesn't have teeth. <laughs> your mom knew your mom knew what she married. They moved it to Oregon. They're not, you know. <laughs> Why would you just like uh, I'm like getting chills at the idea of just like could you imagine just like eating something and letting it touch all of your gums? Yeah, I wonder if it'd be an interesting feeling. It'd like be to, a bad feeling. Like I'd love to just have no teeth and eat. You're a pervert too. Why is that perverted? 
It's just it radiates an that energy. Doesn't, that doesn't. That has nothing to do with sexual anything. Um, I think my boy Freud would have something to say about. Oh, are you gonna quote? Are you gonna quote Freud at me? Something, something. Oral fixation. <laughs> you can't tell me that you just like having things all up on your gums and not tell me it's a sexual thing. Well, I like tactile shit. That's why I have like four. That's why. I, that's why I wear nothing but flannels and sleep with like three quilts. I'm a, a tactile You're sensation, a big sensory, baby. Man. I'm a big sensory man. So I want to know what it's like to eat food without tea. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> is, to it, me. is this the opening bit we're gonna put on Twitter? It's just like I have no I, idea what we're I love up. eating without teeth. <laughs> All right, it AJ. hurts to say and it hurts to listen. All right, AJ, we've been talking about gum and um gummy mouths for too long. Do you have a game you want to pitch me? You wouldn't even be able to eat tacos. Are you still on this? Or tortillas. Well, AJ, I hate fucking tor- I hate tortillas. Like, I'm not a big fan of hard tacos. And you'd never be allowed to eat jerky again. I'd just, I'd, I'd, I don't know, I'd soften it and then just swallow it, I guess. <laughs> Softened meat is just meat, dude. It's not jerky. I mean, I mean, it's still dried out and it tastes like jerky. <laughs> Pitch me a fucking game. I got a video game <laughs> idea for you. Let's, let's go ahead and do that, finally. Okay, okay. I've got a video game submission here from Carly Ray Joestar, which is an excellent <laughs> name. That is a great name. At Alex Creech. Mm-hmm. Carly Ray Joestar suggests, Frogger, but you're a deer trying to cross a freeway. Headlights will stun the deer, but when you're hit, it turns into burnout crash mode, where you try to do the most vehicular damage. Destroy the highway, gore the driver, kick the passenger. Wait, hold on. Can, you, can I see that again? Yeah. So basically, it's like Frogger. AJ, you handed me your fucking phone, and it's locked. It, I don't use a password. How do you not butt dial people? Because that was a huge issue I had when I didn't no, have a lock on my phone. No, that's because you have extra fingers inside <laughs> your jeans. <laughs> my, my, my jeans you are... have 18 ding-dongs that will, are willing to try to type things at all times when the phone is in your pocket. <laughs> okay. Because so... <laughs> here, uh, If you want to open this door, you one time... <laughs> Pocket tweeted something. <laughs> no, I, multi- I, I did a bunch and of tweets. And also responded to that tweet <laughs> on your pocket. That was weird because I remember getting a bunch of notifications. <laughs> and like, I mean, like, what the fuck? I don't remember. I don't. I didn't tweet today. And then I just saw. <laughs> and it's just like. And then I get and then I get private messages in our Discord from AJ and, and all of my buddies. It's like, hey, Blake, can you quit tweeting, please, Blake, from please, your ass? Please stop tweeting. So. <laughs> The idea of this video game, though, is like it's like Frogger. You're, uh-huh, you're uh-huh. a deer trying to get to the other side, like la di da di da da da. But then what's this? You get hit by a car, kapunk, and you just soar. It's full ragdoll mode. Do you know? Okay, <laughs> there's this really cool. Um, I believe it. It's it's Happy Wheels or whatever, right? Where like the moment you eject, you can actually aim yourself. Actually, no. Also in Trials, um, the 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 motorcycle game. Yeah, Trials. Where like once it. you once you bail, you can actually aim yourself. Yeah, the air. and burnout. Paradise, I believe, had it where if you most burnout games, if you got into a car accident, the car would ragdoll and you could control the car like that. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, and burnout had this whole thing. Wait, have you really not played the burnout games? I've never played the burnout games. Okay, so the burnout games would have this thing where, like, if you were in this mode and you were flying through the air, mm-hmm. every time you like hit something like another car or a tree, anytime you did property damage, you would start to rank up points. Okay, and if you got enough points, you could hit a button and then kaboom, you would explode again and you could go further and rack up more points and rack up more damage. So, so with this game, is it you can 
you th- it's like it's <laughs> it's like it's like Undertale. There's two different ways to play it. So you can go through the whole game and just beating, cross every road. You can you can do it like it's like the 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 pacifist thing where you dodge all the trucks and you beat it. It's regular yeah. Frogger. It's like oh we're gonna do it like Duck Game, like the VR thing. It's like it's like the original game, but then it has like a sub layer of like cool new shit. Oh, you the can Duck do. Hunt game. Yeah, Duck Hunt game. What is that game actually called? Is it's not it's, also it's, Duck Game? Is it's it? just called Duck Hunt. It's okay. just called Duck Hunt. The I new, thought Duck yeah. Hunt was the old one that it was making fun of. Yeah, but they're they're named the same game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's you can do Duck. They got Hunt. away with that, huh? I think I'm Copyright? pretty. I'm pretty sure they talked. I'm going to do a VR doing... parody of of Super Mario Brothers. I'm going to call this one also. I mean, like Mario TBH, like Duck Hunt is not as famous as Mario. He's in Smash. Duck Hunt? Yeah, Duck Hunt is in Smash. Oh my god, yeah, the dog with the little... With Which the bird. is, of course, the That's only so fucking great. that I measure fame by. How did we get Duck Hunt not and not Waluigi? Because Papa Sakurai hates Waluigi. Where the fuck are we? How did we get here? <laughs> okay, but coming back. So it's, you can beat the whole Frogger game not causing any damage. You can yes. just beat it like a, it's a regular platformer. And then the other one is like, you have to meet a damage threshold. So you have to figure out what is... You become what like is... a horrible deer martyr. Mm-hmm. So you become... So like you figure out like maybe each level has a, a, the same pattern. So like if you fail a level, it'll start over and it has the same exact pattern. Mm-hmm. It's not random like like it is in Frogger. So you can figure out what is the maximum way to destroy everything there. So it's like you yeah. know at second five, a tanker truck comes out that's right behind. And that's a... really just going to give you a bunch of like yeah. energy. Like that thing is really just going to punt the shit out of you. Or, or, or. It's there's a there's a transportation truck that is filled with those like weird duck things that were famous on Twitter for a while. You know, like the ones. What? Yeah, the rubber duck things where like you squeeze them and then they go, then they whine at you. The screaming rubber chickens. Is it rubber chicken? It's rubber chickens okay. that you squeeze and they make the okay. screaming noise. Okay, so imagine that. Okay. But you you spill a truck of them and then it's just a bunch of cars running over these trucks. What I like about that is it deals a level of psychological damage oh, that maybe Jesus. you get some b- bonus points oh, for. Oh shit! So maybe there's like some specialty things, right? Uh-huh. Like if you if you make the rubber chicken car, it's like a special thing, so you get a mm-hmm. bunch of points. And then you fly through the air, and maybe if you pop a balloon, you get to terrorize a little kid, and that kid mm-hmm. starts to crying. Mm-hmm. So that's some more bonus points. You know, what'd be a really cool way to end each level. What? It's either a newspaper article or a, a, a news <laughs> article that says it's like the great mass murder, like the great rubber chicken mass murder of ninety nine of two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I also like the idea. Of maybe there's a way that, like, if you if you get hit by the right car, you get stuck inside of an Uber, and the Uber just keeps driving because those oh guys will drive through hell or high water. <laughs> And then you just rack up a bunch of distance points because now you're just in a ride share and you're just going to cruise along to see how far you go. (laughs) Do you have a video game idea for me? I do have a video game. This one comes to us from the great Jordan Scott at Big Jordan Scott on Twitter. Dungeons, Divins, Dragons, and Dives help Guy quest for the lost city of Flavortown. And it has Guy Fieri, but as Ganondorf, basically. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) But... I, I think I want to combine two games that he pitched because he he was on a a flavor town t- uh, a flavor town um, journey th- journey. So then the flavor town fiesta. <laughs> the other game that he pitched is Dungeon Master Chef. Sixteen captured knights are forced to cook for the Goblin King. Winner keeps his life and is granted freedom. Have you ever seen that wonderful fucking cooking show? The best cooking show of all time. Iron Chef. No, Chopped. Because okay. on Chopped, they would do... You're right. Of a, course, Chopped is the greatest cooking they show would, ever. Because they'd be like, hey, 
If you pay $1,000, guess what they have to cook with? Hulk hands, baby. <laughs> I, I was really hoping you were going to bring up the Hulk hands this one. There was one that I saw where it was like a funny thing where they were like, oh, if you, for those of you that don't understand how Chopped works, mm-hmm. there will be three contestants uh-huh. and they're all given a bunch of money at the beginning of the game. Yeah, $10,000. And they'll do like a cooking competition, but then the judge will come out who I forget his name and he's like, hey guys, I'm going to let you pay for a couple auto items maybe you want like a really good bucket or a really good mixer but every round i'm going to introduce a cursed item mm-hmm. and if you pay the money for it you can make one of your competitors use this and this is all so, they can use and this is all they can use so it'd be a situation like blake said we're like oh this round if you pay a thousand dollars of the fictional money we've given you you can mm-hmm. make one of your competitors try to cook with hulk hands on <laughs> one time i saw a guy that was trying to cook a steak and it was like the third round so he was in the middle of cooking the steak because the guy will just do it in the middle of like the cooking challenge and he's like hey guys if you pay for this now you can give your competitors a panini press and this guy made this competitor try to cook a steak in a fucking panini press it was the most buck wild thing ever. I, I think. Ha, ha, have fun trying to cook this jerkwad. I think my favorite one is where they were like in the middle of cooking like desserts and stuff, and then somebody's like, "Hey, whoever wins this auction, their opponents can no longer use containers of any kind." <laughs> so it's literally like a it's a death kill if you got that, and it was because like they <laughs> they can. I think they ended up trying to mix shit using Ziploc bags. <laughs> <laughs> like their hands or some shit, and I'm Dude, like, oh, those poor bastards. Chopped is the greatest cooking okay, show okay. ever made. Coming Continue. back to, coming is back your, to how is this in our video? We okay. take all of the D&D classes or randomly generated things, and now you're on a cooking show. Actually, this would make an amazing little D&D campaign. So okay. like, you give, you tell everybody, hey, come up with a level one thing of, of any D&D character, and... You guys are going to be featured on a. It's a. It's like a. It's like a. Um. What's it called? A one-off. A one-off. Where you're on a one-shot. Yeah. A one-shot where you and your friends and you are on a cooking. You're on Cutthroat Kitchen. Or sorry, you're on Chopped. Chopped. But it's yield chopped. So coming back to Jordan's idea. So like, okay, you're cooking for the Coblin King. That's the thing. Yes. What are some of the like? What is a D and D equivalent of being thrown? Actually, you know what. It, would it have to be D and D because we could make our own tabletop RPG. We we could, but I also kind of want to. Is is the Dungeons Dive-ins, and Dragons and Dives like too different of a game? I Dungeons think. and Dragons and Dives. Dungeons. God fuck. He Guy Fury. You came up with a a a, 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 what a, a vile name. What an it's incredible so just say. marketing god. <laughs> Guy Fury is. Yeah, he's like huge on Twitter and shit. So. Makes sense. Okay, but coming back, because we've been diverging too much. So, is Guy Fieri one of our judges, or is he one of the people competing in it? Guy Fieri is one of the judges. This is his backstory. He was like, I was on a journey to find Flavortown, and yeah. then I fell into the cold arms of the uh, of the Goblin King. Guy Fieri got isekai'd. <laughs> Guy Fieri Isekai. died. And Isi- no, AJ. What? Isekai. Isekai! <laughs> Okay, fuck the game submission. Hold on, now I have to go on my time. No, no, Wait, no. We'll come back to it, but I really, no. I really quick want to pitch my next, the next fantasy isekai anime. Isekais are huge. So that, it stars a that character. time I was born as an isekai. It, it stars like 
Guy Fiari, and then he gets hit by a bus because he's like, oh no, this person's going to get bad food. He's like, he saw somebody across the street that was going to get served bad food. So uh-huh. Guy Fiari tried to rush across the street to save them. And what's this? Oh no, he got hit by a bus. Agent, Agent, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm on. Hold on. Let me finish my pitch for you, please, Blake. Oh, okay. And then I'm sorry. Can, I'm really excited. And then you too. can give me notes. Okay. <laughs> so he gets hit, hit by a bus. Oh no, Guy Fiari died. But now he's born again as a young, hot anime boy. Still with frosted tips, of course. And he's in this new town where it's a dystopian <laughs> world where nobody has any good food. And oh, so shit. Guy Fieri in this fantasy world has to go around and he's like on a grand adventure where he's like, I'm going to find the most tasty things to eat in this whole dang town, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this whole countryside. And he hears about a dragon and he says, Wait, AJ, I'm going to eat me a dragon. Hold on. Can I, can I pitch you something? Absolutely. What nuts do you have for my cool Issei guy? Dragons covet things. Yes. You know the reason there's no delicious thing? No spices. This no dra- seasonings. No, this dragon covets cookbooks. So there's no cookbooks in the land, and the knowledge has been lost to time because this dragon stole all these cookbooks and cooking supplies eons ago. So Guy Fieri is on a magical journey. He's trying to create yeah. the the best cookbook yeah. in the land while yeah. trying to protect it from a dragon. And one of the episodes is he gets he gets um he falls into the Goblin King's hands okay. and gets put on the episode of Chop Yield Chopped. Hear so that's out. one of the journeys he has to have. Can, I wanted to explore this journey a little bit. There was the submission where it mentioned 16 different chefs. Okay. Is it possible that Isagai runs around and he meets these 16 different chefs? Uh Uh-huh. And so he's on this grand adventure to find these 16 different chefs, Uh judge their food, decide whether it's not it's tasty, and can go in his good, good cookbook. Oh, shit. And I think that the dragon that covets cookbooks is like an overarching background thing. Like, mm. for the first season, we're only going to get, like, little teases of the dragon's uh-huh. silhouette. And it's not until the end of the first season that it's revealed that this dragon has now set its sights on Guy Fieri's magic cookbook. Hold on, hold on. Or it could be, we could do one of two things. One, it could be that there's a dragon in the background. Or it could be that the dragon is introduced in the first episode. He's like, I will not entertain you until you bring me the finest cookbook in the land. <laughs> so he has to go across and find a cookbook so he could challenge the dragon to an Iron Chef cook-off. I want it to be... I like this idea. I want that to be like a long-form thing. Uh-huh. I want the dragon to only be teased in the beginning because okay. I want the big first couple episodes to be a real like a real like road trippy drivers drive-ins and dives <laughs> energy, right? Like he really is going around this country exploring <laughs> other foods and exploring all these fantasy de- delicacies. AJ, can we please make a real play podcast where it's just like everybody plays cooks and <laughs> We just do this as a podcast. I want. I want to. I'm writing off the pitch document right now, Blake. I'm going to reach out to Crunchyroll for this original anime. Guy, easy guy, easy guy. Okay, no joke. This is a fun game. I'm going to put this. I'm going to put a pin. In this. It's not a game. Stop trying to change my IP. You're right. You're right. It's a TM 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 TM. Is it an animated series or a live action? It's series? an anime. Because okay. again, it's it's important that he, like Guy Fieri's been killed and born again as a hot banging Wait, AJ, anime. AJ, boy. Okay, hold on, hold on. Still with frosted tips. Opening of it takes place in real life, and when he dies, we go like we go like the the librarian sort of thing yeah. where it becomes like an animated series. Yes. So the thing I wanted to pitch you, you know what he gets hit by? What he gets hit by a food truck <gasps> that's medieval themed. Oh yeah. AJ and I go to VidCon every year, and there's this one thing that's it's a Viking themed food truck. The Viking food. Food truck that has the nacho tots. Yeah, it's uh, they call it dragon eggs. Ooh, yeah, so wow. he gets hit by that truck. <laughs> yes, and wakes up in medieval land as like as a half orc um, guy Fieri. Half orc, super banging guy Fieri 
anime teenage boy. <laughs> I'm just picturing a, a, an anime guy Fieri with like the anime haka meat with like the the big ass bone and like the 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 meat that Luffy always eats. Yes, one. He absolutely <laughs> carries that with him sometimes. That's Not, his weapon. That's his weapon. Well, That's I was going to say his weapon was going to be a giant like uh Spatula, spatula, yeah. Ooh, no, a meat, um, a, a giant meat, cleaver. Um, no, a meat uh, pounder, like the meat tenderizer. Oh, like a hammer? Yeah, like a I gi- like, like this a... idea of an anime protagonist with a hammer. Tell that, me more. So he has a giant silver hammer that he carries on his back. Okay, and it's like the meat. It's a meat tenderizer. So how those work? It's a hammer, but they have like little spikes on it. Little spikes that have been dulled, so where they're flat, so you don't pierce the meat, but you do tenderize it. So he has that. And Important to note, this isn't a battle series. He uh-huh. just has a big, big hammer that he cooks with because he's like tenderizing big monsters to eat with. Okay, maybe he has a big backpack that's full of like cookingware. <laughs> it's like, it's like. But who are these 16 chefs that he's cooking with and adventuring around? These 16 Dungeons and Dragons and Divins and The, qu- the, qu- the and question drives. is, is how are they chefs in a world that has no chefs? Are they like, are, is he come across people that are like, that just want to be cooks, but they don't realize it? So I he's, they, they he's have... leading his own, he's creating his own, like, he's he's a teacher. He's, he's a, a teacher, he's a but he doesn't teacher. know fantasy herbs and spices and delicacies. Mm-hmm. And so like all 16 of these areas have like rudimentary styles that they co- cook in, right? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. one of them's like, oh, how's it going? We we're, just, the, we're soup town. We just boil mu- a just, mushroom. <laughs> we boil water and we come put like a mushroom in it. How's it going? We're soup town. And Guy Fieri is like, don't you worry. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to help you make some soup soup soup. That fucking Guy Fieri talks. He makes a lot of noises, right? I have never watched Dungeon, I mean, I, uh, Drive-Ins and Dives. I, I can't I can't say the name for the life of me. Okay. It's like I have Bell's palsy again. <laughs> Guy Fieri makes a lot of noises when he, like, eats something. So maybe he drinks the boiled mushroom mm. water stew and he drinks mm-hmm. it. He's like, mm-mm, No. But then we, but then the arc is him is him exploring the zone, discovering other mushrooms, different herbs, is different it, spices. Is it kind of like a um a sort of like a, a, a like film version of all of the different trails from Pokemon? So like each trail has different theming and like different Pokemon's spices. an excellent example. Yeah, I want this to be like a road trip anime. Mm-hmm. So like, wait, so AJ, quick question, quick question, quick answer. So in the wonderful podcast Dungeons and Daddies, mm-hmm. um, a sometimes BDSM podcast, wonderful podcast, they have a minivan. How does Guy Fieri get around? Does he build a food I'm truck? I'm so glad you asked. He has a giant chocobo-esque creature that's not <laughs> technically a chocobo, and he names it Good Eatins. Or Good, Good Eats. Good Eats? He names the chicken Good Eats, and there's a lot of reoccurring gags about how, like, oh, this Good Eats is such a nuisance <gasps> AJ, of a big choke. AJ, AJ first. Of a not chocobel. Oh, maybe one day I'll eat him, but he never would eat Good first, Eats. First episode, he lands in a town that is all about um, their whole economy is around that type of bird. So yeah. like they make their they make their clothing from it they make their food from it they and their food is just like yeah we crack open the egg and swallow it that's 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 like <laughs> and he's that's, like not having it yeah that's it's not having ridiculous. it ridiculous and then he builds a bond with like the first chef um or like the the town like the the corral person who's like has to eat it's like a kid that has to eat an egg for breakfast every day and <laughs> all they dream all all she dreams of is like going and tasting something way better something magical and she and wants this is to how try Guy Fieri ends up like. Guy Fieri discovers he has a superpower. Yeah. 
He's he's a flame elemental. So he can like, like that's why he has flames on his pants and everything. Like it's, it's, it's the first time they've tried it's eggs. It's the first time they've like tried they scram- a cooked egg. Like scrambled eggs. Yes. Holy fuck. And then it's he like, uses we, this power elsewhere in the series to like show how good he is at cooking it's and like, stuff. It's and like, like Dr. Stone style where he's starting from the very basics and he's like, I need to collect these certain items to make yes. the, I want to make the best this I have been reborn in this world for a higher purpose. I'm going to give everybody the wonderful the wonderful things of Flavor Town. Also, important note: <laughs> he does teach real recipes. Oh my god, you can and follow not like along real with recipes like you see when you watch Chopped. Or like, check out this res- recipe. Mm. I got a hundred specialty raisins for this. It's like mm. real ass recipes that yeah. people would be able to cook and eat. Best best example. It's like the Scott Pilgrim cooking scene in the graphic novel where you actually, they give you all of the like little yes. cooking things. They teach you how to make vegan, I think it's me- vegan lasagna or V. Or, oh, really? Yeah. Th- you can follow along and cook like uh, like a vegan uh, a vegan meal with them. <laughs> Just okay. like it shows you the notes to their song and shit, but it's like that. So like each episode he's like, ex- he anybody that's traveling with him is asking him, he's like, hey, how do you cook that? And he's like, I'm glad you asked. Yes, and then he teaches them how to how to cook a meal. Yeah. We need to put a pin in this incredible we're anime. Get, we're getting lost in the sauce on this anime, dude. I'm putting a pin in this. There's like a 25% chance that this might be the nug. Do we crack? <laughs> Jordan, I think we cracked the nug. I don't know. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and move on. Okay. Do you have a video game submission I, for I me? I pitched you the last game. And it's game, so, so important that you give me a video game this time because last time you gave me an anime. <laughs> On accident. Okay. Okay. I have one for you. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going to go full D- D&D themed on this Another one. Another okay? one. Okay. Um, this one comes to us from Too Many Bees on Reddit. Okay. I'm sorry it took me so long to get to this one. This one has actually been on my back burner and I've been really wanting to do it. You are a party sitting in a tavern and overhears a half work at the bar talking about, it's a picture that says D&D Physical Therapy Clinic <laughs> Limited. <laughs> So it's it's okay. It's a D and D hospital manager. Okay. So like you are you are working um is like uh somebody like a a new a new doctor or something. Yeah. And you have to handle everything uh, like handle all of miscellaneous. Looms. You're like a physician for adventurers. A physician for adventurers. So it's like maybe we do a little bit of surgeon simulator. So you like have like you're working on an or <gasps> wait Go I on. love that because everybody's body type is different. So like. Yeah. An orc might have three hearts versus an elf that Which has. Which of course like, they do. That's why they die so. Like that, orcs have a shorter lifespan than most people because their uh, blood is being used up too much because they have three hearts and oh, only one shit. liver. <laughs> um, it's so, also like, why they're so, so damn hardy. So like maybe you also no. How about this? How about this? So like maybe you. The game starts with you being uh, being um, brought into this, but then you need to make on call stuff. So like we take stories. Like um like famous stories from D uh, from famous murder D and D like situations so like people can submit their own ideas oh, like and you have to go visit the murder scenes like yeah we were in a tavern we got into a fight with a half with a with a halfling and then my buddy stuffed that halfling's face into a mug now you need to figure out how to remove the halfling's face from or a mug. like the Lord the Lord of the Rings thing where Aragorn's uh, homeboy with the brown mm-hmm. hair I forgot his name the guy that was mean to all the hobbits at first yeah how he got hit with like a million arrows oh shit now you're on and you have to remove all one million arrows. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Man, it's a lot of repetition, but do be very careful. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to like do all of the um, fuck. What's that? Uh, it's like that one game. Um, it was like the sur- it was the Adult Swim Surgeon game where you were like a pizza yeah. boy surgeon. God, that that game was fucking. Oh, awesome. I thought you were talking about the Adult Swim game where you were like a medieval hospital person. There was one where you were a pizza boy. 
Yeah, there was one where you were a pizza boy, that and instead gross. of having a scalpel, you had like you had a lighter and um, a pizza cutter, and that's how you did. Yeah, that sounds so really, grisly. Really, I'm <laughs> wincing, <laughs> but it's that level. Like you know, you you come to the scene, and you're like, oh, our boy got covered in a bunch of arrows. But then, as you go on, you find out, like, oh no, these aren't just regular arrows; they're poison arrows. I need to do. I need to find a, a herb or something, yeah, to like get in there and clean it up or whatever. So it, it's not like it, it's Surgeon Simulator in like energy, but mm-hmm. it doesn't control like Surgeon Simulator. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I like this idea of like the, those old Surgeon Simulator flash games, where like yeah. you would do an operation and then the game would deepen a little bit, mm-hmm. and you'd have a next mission that you had to do, mm-hmm. and then a next one, and like. You would like you would pull out the arrow, and then mm-hmm. oh no, you realized it's poison. You need to apply some anesthetic. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to apply some anesthetic, and like it doesn't really tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. It just gives you the tools, and you need to look at it and know what to do. I think the thing that will set this game apart from other things is it has to be audience curated. Because like remember that one book I lent you forever ago? It's an amazing book. It's called Death Saves. Yeah, it is an audience curated comic book that gets together a bunch of famous. I mean, a bunch of like like homebrewed i mean like a bunch of homebrewed campaigns but how their favorite characters died yeah and there was a lot of comedy in it and i think what if you did that where you like go on reddit and on dnd reddit it's like give me your famous death that was like the most gruesome and like that you wish a doctor was there for i don't think it should be audience curated i think it should be audience designed i think that we as the we as the builders create like a level of intricacy where people can put layers onto Mm -hmm. a level Mm -hmm. and then you can like I can build a whole reenactment of mm-hmm. the time that like my my cool orc warlock got an axe wedged so deep inside of him that all of his bones were broken, uh-huh. and then you as the player uh-huh. have to solve the puzzles that I've built mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my surgeon with my surgeon simulator. So so you kit. so you make it as a sandbox thing. Yes, that you you make it more of a tool set so people can be like, hey, I want to I want to make my own like. I want to share this famous death from my personal campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. I love that shit. Because, but I also want. I, I, I want it. I, I really do feel this game needs to be wacky. Like, because like, oh, oh D- yeah, all D and D deaths. D and D's are my, wacky. Yeah, like a lot of D and D deaths, you die for stupid fucking reasons. Yes, you know, or like you, you caused pain for stupid fucking. You reasons. never die. You never. Your character never dies when you're on the final boss of the demon dragon king lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your character always dies when you get like jumped by three goblins and then you rolled like shit on your death <laughs> saves. Or your DM is like, "Hey, I'm a little pissed off at you, so you're going to lose an arm now." <laughs> it's a call out to <laughs> my DM. I'm not going to say their name. <laughs> so, I like this. I like I, this game. Let's put a pin in it. All right. Let's go, I want to discuss some more games because we are coming up on on the on the halfway mark. Oh damn! So, already? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, we okay. really got lost in the Guy Fieri anime. We got didn't lost. We? we got lost in the spices. Wow. I love. I'm sorry. I love the name EC Guy. EC Guy. EC Guy. A medieval uh, spice adventure. A medieval don't, spice. Don't name adventure. it yet. That's for, <laughs> supposed to be for the end. Okay. <laughs> you got a game for me? Yeah. This submission comes from Squid System mm-hmm. at Squid System underscore. Mm-hmm. Squid System suggests. A competitive game where one team is a group of employees working retail and the oh, other God. is a group of customers who have to destroy the employee's will to live. <laughs> AJ? Yeah. I know you put an embargo on poop. But, no. But... Oh, check it out. I'm going to tell our friend's poop story because again, for the third time on the podcast. They've already so, heard the poop story. It's so funny. 
funny. Yeah, bullshit. We're at episode twenty-two now. People aren't going to listen all the way to the beginning. In case they're going to be, they're going to be coming in right about now. You're so, right. This could be somebody's first time listening to yeah, the podcast. It yeah. is so important that yeah, you we tell have another a, shit story. We have a poop quote. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you think about how this affects our brand? Oh, this is our brand. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks all right. Out. You can tell the poop story, but make it quick. Okay, so basically, uh, our buddy of ours works at a, at a bookstore, and somebody kept um, would periodically come in and poop on the ceiling. That's the story. So coming back to the game, so basically, are you doing? <laughs> See, hey, I kept it. I kept it brief for you. Thank you for giving it brief. It's a lot yeah. funnier that way because there's so many questions that we're not going to go into detail on. <laughs> so, um, so are you doing shit like that? Like, where you're just like, it does I it don't start off want small? To give players the toolbox needed to get shit on the ceiling. Why not? Because that's too much power for players to have. Why not? Like, I mean, like... E- <laughs> Alright. Okay. Okay, fine. It's like... Okay, fine. It's a, it's a, Let's think about this. It's, we need it's to create a skill a game. you have to earn over time. No, I think it's important now that we decide to figure out a game... A gameplay that w- system that would work for this that could specifically allow you to get shit onto the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So we know that this is a third-person game. You're you can kidding. generate items somehow. And maybe that's drops or items. Wait, hold on. Okay, I figured out the game. Here it is. 4v4. Uh-huh. Competitive game. Semi-objective based. Maybe uh-huh. there's characters. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. You can run around and interact with things. So like, let's use a Barnes & Nobles, for example. Mm-hmm. Barnes & Nobles I, always I, have a little cafe there. I disagree. I think it should be a Walmart because there's more items. There's a difference of items that you can interact with. So okay. let's say it's a Target. Okay, let's say it's a Target. Target has a little cafe area. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the little cafe area and you eat a pizza... Then a timer starts, mm-hmm. and you know that you're going to have a dookie. Uh, we'll call it the mess meter. AJ, I've known you for so long, and I can just sense the just distaste in your voice right now. Why would I have distaste about making a poo-poo game, Blake? I love poo-poo. Yay, I'm, poo-poo. That's going to be my text tone for you now. <laughs> I'll be in a meeting at my work, and they'll be like, just here, I love poo-poo. And then they'll just be like, excuse me, I have to take this. Okay, but... For reals, though, I do like this 4v4 objective-based yeah. game. And, like, it, maybe it's like a 4v4 who's your daddy. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it is. It's a 4v4 who's your daddy. And so the four players can run around in the in the store, and they can make messes, mm-hmm. and they can, like, grab items and put them into other places. Mm-hmm. And they can go potty where they're not supposed to. And they can take too long on the video game stalls mm-hmm. where you play the video game demos. Mm-hmm. What if there are different classes? Yes. Like, so, like, say... The people working at a Target, there's a security guard, Yes. there's the cashiers, and then there's the stalker. So the person managing inventory. And you can only play one of those four classes? You can only play one of those four classes, and then there are four kinds of customers. There's the customer that's like... Um, has a kid with them, so they have like a, they have technically have like a bonus person. They have a little mini that thing they can with them. control. That they and that... that kid does have a mess meter. I think that as time goes on, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, it like the, there's <laughs> it a little gauge, something, or and when the something. gauge is maxed, mm-hmm. wherever you're near is going to cause a mess, and mm-hmm. that will be different depending on what is nearby. So like mm-hmm. if you have the kid kid thing really high, and the meter's about to max out when you're in the soda aisle, uh-huh. the kid opens the thing of soda and gets soda pop. Everywhere in the store. Oh, Ooh, that's it's what... got Mountain Dew everywhere. Okay, so like it's a that's the um that's the Beast Wrangler class. Let's yes. let's say I'll call it <laughs> the little beastie class. <laughs> so what are our three other customers? Like what are the three other kinds of customers that come in? Outlandishly high character. That's the character. <laughs> what that... kind of messes? What kind of trouble do they cause? Though the outlandishly high person will, comes in and they generally just have like 
They start eating things off One, the shelves. They, they start eating things off the shelves. They have a unique ability where they can do that. They can mm -hmm. immediately eat. And they have an ability where they can pick up any item and put it into a spot where it's not supposed to be. Ooh, because they forget where it's going to go and they're not mm -hmm. going to go back because mm -hmm. they're just so high out of their minds. So, how man. is so it's basically how are points awarded? So, like, points ooh, are awarded. About, there's, about, a, there's a big timer. How about this? What? How about this? The customers um, are like the security guard or the cashier. They all have the ability to remove them from the store or ask them to leave, right? Okay. Once they come back in, they spawn as a different class. So, like, you get removed as the kid beastie kid, but then you spawn as the high person. Okay. And then so it's like it's kind of more frantic that you have to constantly be evolving your plan. That way it's, like, a little bit more even because the – unless, like, each, each um, like – uh, worker there is following one person at a time, they can just be hiding about the store and getting away with a bunch of random shit. Yeah. So, like, the moment they're found, like, the security guard can tase somebody. The, oh, uh, yeah! <laughs> the cashier person can, I don't know, um, get in a fight because they're minimum wage and they don't care about their job. That's true. You know, they can oh, get hired, and that, they, and they that can will get hired stall the enemy. Yeah, and they can, they can, they just, like, don't give a shit. They can get hired somewhere else, right? Okay. Here's what else I want to talk about really quick. Mm-hmm. The timer system, I think, is like how you allot points. I think that if you go into a game, you get points for um, like causing a mess, but you only get a little bit of points. Mm -hmm. But if you are on the defensive team, you get more points, mm -hmm. but that's because like you have to do more work. It's a lot more difficult to be on the cashier's team. Mm -hmm. um, I almost wonder if this is a game that influencers would play. And what I mean by that, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I'm listening, I'm listening. Four players can, that are like all influencers that have like Twitch streams, mm -hmm. they're playing as, as defense. They're in their store. The Twitch chat can log on and continue to invade and continue rotating the players to come in and harass oh, the people radical. that they follow. So it's a live streaming game. It's basically. like a live streaming game. It's uh -huh. kind of like that Dead Cells thing where like the audience could interact with the Dead Cells player. What? Uh, Dead Cells, if I'm remembering correctly and not speaking out of my asshole, um, there was a whole mechanic where if you were playing Dead Cells, the audience like that was being streamed to could spawn what enemies the dead, stream or dead Cells player was going to face. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, no. It's, that's, like, that's really ingenious. It's Holy very shit. cool. I really hope that I'm not talking out of my asshole. Mm -hmm. If I am, TM, 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 no <laughs> video game better do that because I just copyrighted it. <laughs> AJ, do you have any ability to make an actual video game? No, but my ideas are not free. <laughs> I have a degree. Yeah, and where's that gotten you? Right here. <laughs> making the coolest video game idea ever. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pitch you a game. All right, pitch me a video game. <laughs> this one comes to us from the tried and true Horse Gun Inc. Good to hear you again. Good we to hear from you, Horse Gun. We haven't, we haven't heard from you in a while. It's just, uh, this comes to us on Reddit. It's just horse. Question mark. Horse? In a world where everyone has a car, you, as one of God's trusted employees, must figure out how to update horses to make them popular again. How do... <laughs> All right. We need to think about the patch notes for can, a horse. Can I... Can, there's a couple... There's some, there's some really good comments in here. Let me... Let me right, that they, they gave some good patch notes. So Squid Pope... Um, well, obviously, the first step is to paint them red so they go faster. That's kick-ass. Yes. <laughs> Squid System. It's not about making horses popular. It's more about sabotaging cars so no one ever drives them again. Okay. <laughs> and then Gumby... Gumby is all... I love a good subplot that eventually merges with the main plot. So... It's it's basically I guess you're starting it's you start off as 
like um God's like updater or something. He's like the patch notes worker of all animals yeah, across yeah, the world. Yeah. He's like, hey, horses have kind of fallen you out of style. You are Noah's Ark too. <laughs> Everybody knows Noah's Ark two electric boogaloo coming to you on next gen. (laughs) Everybody knows that when Noah died, he became the new zoological expert for God. That's science. Oh, interesting. That's history. Okay, so you're spawned. So it's like some Noah. It's like some good omen shit where you get spawned down. It's like, hey, go find a ranch and go like figure out how to make a horse better. And he's like, his first thought is he's like looking around at Ferraris and all these really cool fast cars. He's like, they're all good colors. Yeah. So I'm gonna. He he just like goes to a ranch unsolicited and just starts painting horses. Yes, he does. And then the rancher comes out like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And then becomes, I need to make these horses sick as hell. It's like Goose Game. So you're like, you sneak into locations where there are horses and you're like, I got to upgrade this horse. Okay, so you want to cool. you want to take like a Goose Game sneaking around trying to upgrade horses. Like, yeah. You are a, one of God's tools. But you, you, so you do have like deitic powers. But, I think that's a word. But you can't let mortals see and mortals can stop you. So you can make every horse red, but you have to be near the horse to do it. Yeah. You can give every horse a spoiler, but you have to go get spoilers <laughs> off of cars and add them to horses. So you, I love, you know what, like a little side note to this? What? Is you're always dressed like an angel. You yes. do not look like a normal ass person. So and, if they catch you, it's like, it's even weirder. It's like, what the fuck is this? Is and this, I think that you can you also bathrobe? you can also still flap your wings like in Goose Game. Ah. <laughs> it's like that's how you scare people away. It's like, ah! <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's like, oh god, please! And then the police call and they're like, what the hell is happening? So what are some <laughs> what are some other upgrades we can give to horses? Um, if they were diesel powered, that'd be really kick ass. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh-huh. there is this lovely short film by Rocket Jump called Pimp My Horse. Okay, go on. <laughs> it's it's the dumbest shit ever. What sort of upgrades does Rocket Jump they, give to they horses? They gave the horse a grill. They gave him some sweet shades. Okay. okay. And they and they put a base in their butt. Okay. <laughs> so base instead, boost them. So instead of having a functional butt. It just they, blasted they, fat they just jams. Just, they're blasting some fat boy slim. And just, Hell yeah. <laughs> just, you know what we call this? What? Horse game. Push the tempo. Horse, horse game. Push the tempo. <laughs> For the record, push the tempo is an excellent horse oh, name. F- oh shit, that is a guy. Like it's a I, good horse. If name. I was at like a horse races and I saw that, I'm like, holy I'm shit! I'm betting on push Put, the give tempo. Me, give me, yeah. <laughs> also, right. Fat Boy Slim is an excellent horse name. <laughs> this is weird. Like that. That's. It's really weird that you. <laughs> the work's done for us. Everybody, if you like this video game submission, go check out Rocket Jumps. Pimp my horse. <laughs> I don't remember it being a very good video. <laughs> it sounds really kick-ass. It, it came out, and I was like, what the fuck is this, guys? This is coming from the people who made video game high school, and I'm like, why are you putting... And it's like a CG. They CG'd so much on this horse, and it was like so uncomfortable. You it, know what else we could do to upgrade horses? What? We could make them not so fucking stupid. <laughs> horses aren't stupid. They're very smart, I guess, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. It's really smart. That's why if you put salt in front of it, it's just going to be there all fucking day. Like, oh, I love salt. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It's like, hey, horse, do you want to do some math? And it's like, uh, no, thank you. I think I just want to lick. The only math I want to do is my tongue plus this salt. Look, look, look. You want to hear a small little horse story I have? <laughs> 
I was I was absolutely. Ra- I, I was raised on a ranch, right? And what? Yeah, you didn't know that. No. I uh, growing up, I w- my grandmother had a had a ranch where she would have a horse named Timothy and a donkey. I think they literally just called him Jackass. That was his only name. That's really and clever. Nine coyote, nine coyote dogs. Now hold on, those probably weren't supposed to be on the property. <laughs> no, they were. They were. They were their dogs. Okay, they were dog coyote half breed things. One of them bit me on the face, and that's how I got my my sexy little dimple. Your adorable little dimple. My little, my little dimple. Um, so I would go horseback riding a lot. So uh, one time I was out horseback riding, and the horse was just like, "I don't want to do this anymore," and just laid on it. It just played dead and laid on its side with me on it. <laughs> See, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Because if it's on the ground, you could put the horse in a headlock. <laughs> put a fucking a rear naked choke Exactly. A fucking horse. Stupid idiot horses. That's that's the opening scene is like God watching. He's like, God, man, horses aren't aren't in this year. Like, look at that guy rear naked choke holding that horse. We need to make them cool. Like, we need, need to make them they cool need more respect. Need to be red. Need sunglasses. Needs need flames. a grill. Needs flames. <laughs> now, is this painted flames or real flames? You decide Holy as the player. Sh- are you talking like Ghost Rider flames? Who knows? <laughs> the mystery All begins. All right, you want to do one more lightning round game before we one more lightning round before go back we go to back our... to our nug? God damn, dude! I didn't expect us to find a nug so fast. <laughs> Why don't you give me the last one? I'll let you do it. All right. So I want you. You know, you've played Sonic and Mario at the Olympics, right? Yeah. All right. So I got the I got the Switch version of that. This okay. one comes to us. This one's cross posted. So the this it was originally from the Nintendo Witch Switch subreddit from user Technical, and okay. then it was posted on by Miniac Miniac two thousand nine. It's Wario and Dr. Eggman shirtless posing in speedo pants, speedo shorts doing amazing acrobatic poses. Nice. Because they just won. So I want to make a game that's all about Nintendo villains doing yoga poses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and it's, uh, look at this. This is fucking body positive, right? It's got Wario and Dr. Eggman with their guts hanging out. And they're like, they're, they're just, they're, so they're, Damn good looking. Yeah, though. they got. They, uh, I mean, like, have you seen like Doctor Eggman's fin feet? I Look at how like, thin his, his legs are. Yeah, his skinny lo- legend. He's Eggman. Got, he's got skinny legs, but then his feet become fins, and it's weird. But whatever, it's body positive. He's They're hydrodynamic. Like... <laughs> so it's also, a... you can't just come in here dunking on this poor man's feet and then be like, ah, body positive. Look at this <laughs> fucking weirdo, hideous monster with his ugly giant pizza feet. Body positive. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Don't call me What's out like What's wrong this. with you? Don't at me. <laughs> if you're going to cheer for this king, cheer for this king. <laughs> well, I'm the one that pitched this, so I want to pitch a, a good a body positive evil evil hero. Apologize game. to Eggman. <laughs> Eggman, I'm sorry for insulting your badass feet. Is that good enough for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's it's like it plays like Sonic at the uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. Okay. But it's all about villains. And but there's already villains in no 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 fuck fuck Mario and Sonic they're they're in their own fucking game okay no that's what I'm saying it's like Wario and Eggman this isn't just like a random doodle that's been drawn this is artwork of the actual next Mario and Sonic at the Olympics <laughs> you know that right no I did not know that oh dude <laughs> wait did you think that Mario and the Sonic at the Olympics was exclusively Mario and Sonic at the Olympics no I knew there were villains and shit in okay. it but I wanted to be solely villains like no Mario no Princess Peach no Daisy no my crush my forever wife Rosalina okay <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Roos the Bat dead ass 
Rouge the Bat isn't in the Sonic and Sonic games. Is in the so- <laughs> no, is Rouge the Bat isn't in Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. I don't think it is. Have you I- not been keeping up with any of the footage for the next Mario and Sonic at the Olympics? Uh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know if you're shitting with me. Is there an actual game? Yes, there's an actual Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Coming out for the Switch? Coming out soon for the Switch. It has Wario and Eggman both shirtless doing those poses. They're both barefoot because I believe they just finished the swimming competition. Oh, shit. Sonic the Hedgehog has not shown his feet, even though that Mario is definitely barefoot in all of the aquatic-based things. (laughs) Rouge the Bat is probably in the game. And there's a karate game that will be included in Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. And I've already began my hype train trying to get... The karate mini game in Mario and Sonic at the Olympics to Evo next year. You just threw so much information at me. From Which Ru- one would you like to I, to focus in on? <laughs> Rouge the Bat, because I'm an easy You man. just got focused on the idea of Rouge the Bat in a swimming thing, and you want to see Rouge in a bikini, don't hey, you, you nasty man? Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a simple man with simple tastes. I like... I like I like beautiful bat ladies. I would debate that being, <laughs> being specifically into Rouge the Bat maybe does not qualify as simple taste. I'm a complex man with, are, with a complex palate. I understand. I respect you. Fuck everyone else listening to this podcast. I respect you. Thank you for supporting my somewhat furry habits, I guess. All right, let's go back to our nug. I think we've had enough. You don't want to talk about how good Wario looks? Wario's, Wario's a fantastic looking man. He's got he's bu- he's buff as shit. He's buff and big. Yeah, Wario's a king. <laughs> Manlet king, That's, dude. The next, you know what the you know what the um pitch should be for the next Mario and Sonic? Just Wario. It's just Dad Bod. It's dad like, Bod Sonic. Da- dad Bod twenty nineteen. Or Dead Point 2020, whatever the fucking time the game comes out. I don't know for the next which game for Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Everybody that looks athletic is kicked out. Here's a list of all the characters <laughs> allowed to be at the next Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Eggman, Wario. Waluigi? Yeah, he's a little bit lanky. Um, yeah, but he could be like hyper toned. I'd say Mario should I've be able to go. I've never seen Wario because Mario's dad bod, and Mario's so is Luigi. Da- yeah, Luigi's allowed. But if we're going Sonic for villains, is not allowed. Yeah, he's 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 buff. He runs a lot. The big crocodile is probably allowed. The big crocodile is probably allowed. Thank you for replacing that because I did burp over you in that. And list. I was really hoping that I'd be able to <laughs> let you get away with it, but you decided to throw yourself under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've had enough of that. We're coming down to the line. Let's talk about our nugget. Let's talk about our anime that we're creating on our video game podcast. Holy shit, we're creating an anime? Yeah. This is the first? Yeah, this is the first time we're doing an anime. Oh, my fucking I don't know God. if... It, I'd like to say it'll be the last, but who knows? <laughs> um, Wait, AJ, we've, I talk we've about created this... golden, though. We've created a golden concept. We really have. I want to talk about the 16 chefs, because okay. what we need to decide really quick is what the end game is. Mm-hmm. Is Guy Fieri going to use... His magic cookbook with all of his good recipes mm-hmm. to stop the dragon via fighting, mm-hmm. via out cooking him. It has to be a cook off, and you know why? What? Because he's he he has all these sixteen people. Okay, so they got to come together to make a feast for the dragon, or a fe- uh, like a better feast than the dragon. You know how the dragon does his team. He spits a bunch of little fireballs, and they all become sentient cooks. That's cool. So, like, he he spits out, like, 15 other, like, it, it becomes like, uh, what's that cooking anime? 
like co- food wars. It becomes yeah. it basically becomes food wars at the end of it. But and a he lot is taught... less fan servicey. Like I don't oh, yeah. want it to feel really horny yeah, like, like food wars does. God damn that, that! If that if that show didn't have that, it'd be a lot better. I want this to be like if food war like food wars has this weird element where like it's kind of like a battle series. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. it's really horny. Mm-hmm. I want Isegai to be like. Kind like a lot like a battle series, except cooking and not fan servicey. It's all no, it's fan servicey, but it's about food. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's hunger like, fan. Service. It's like money shots of just like oh, look at that bowl of um, miso spicy ramen he just did, and he's cutting some bamboo shoots in there right now. Yeah, and then places just an egg so very gently in the broth. All right, I've got two. I've got this. This project's going to be a collaboration between two studios. Okay, now you, you say trigger you well don't. Could you not chomp my fucking bit before I get there? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were on the same page. We're exactly on the same page. <laughs> then why are you chewing it out? <laughs> because I didn't get there yet. You were one step ahead. Of I'm me. sorry. Just talking to you makes me so excited. I'm like ready. To, I'm just. I love. I, I love coming up with fun game concepts with you. You explained the idea of the dragon being able to shoot out little fire monsters that then cook with him. I don't want to have to deal with the process of explaining how that works. Mm-hmm. And if there's one studio that can just like let things fucking happen, mm-hmm. it's Trigger. Yeah. Like things just happen in Trigger works, and we accept it. Mm-hmm. So I want Trigger to be on tr- in charge of this to an extent. Mm-hmm. All of the food, I want to be animated and created by Studio Ghibli. <gasps> because those people know how to make anime food look <gasps> really ga- really dang tasty. What were you going to say? I don't know. I stumbled over my words. <laughs> I was really going for ga- dang. And I went for gang again. And I don't know why I'm trying to say gang. You wouldn't listen to much Gucci gang. Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> okay. I have an idea for one of your chefs, by the way. Okay. Because I know you want to, I know, I know how we can foreshadow all of his cooks. Okay. So the dragon basically is, he covets food and he covets anything food related. Yeah. So what he did is, is he spit out a well, bunch of- Well, you said he covets cookbooks. He covets cookbooks. He covets cookbooks and other, and other cooking utensils and other things like that, right? So- his lair is just a giant kitchen, and he spit out a bunch of little spitfires that are constantly cooking for him. Yes. And one of them hates their job and left. Yes, and that becomes one of the cooks you turned need. good. Yeah, and he becomes well, that little spitfire demon that's like, oh, it's like a little, it's like a little, like a little cutesy thing. It's like, oh no, I, I, I have accidentally burned your food. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like a little cute, adorable, it's a like fire person that accidentally yeah. burns food all the time. It's like a little fire element. Oh, that's adorable. Um, we've definitely, who, what kind of person is the big soup person? Um, I was thinking it's just like some girl that is, um, it's runs the chocobo. So she's like, she has like a dress made of fat, like chocobo feathers. Oh, I like that. I like, and like that. And like all of her utensils are, she, she has become a master of the chocobo. So basically like all of her cooking utensils are made from chocobo related things. Yeah. So like all of cute. her spoons Lots and like of... her bowls are, it's, it's just like a half egg that's yeah. been cracked. And the stuff that she really focuses on is like egg based Like presentation, stuff. like yeah. presentation sort of thing. Um, I want to get a, like a grill master person mm. that's like full orc total dilf. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a full orc with like a. It's like oh, it looks like the dream daddy dude. You know the one that goes fishing. It's that. Which it's, one is that? It's the guy that has the big, like the big gut, and yeah. the, or the redhead dude. But he's yeah, like the redhead one. But he's super lovable and awesome. Yes, it's him. that. But it's an orc, and it's like non traditional orc shit. Like he doesn't get angry. No, he's just like super supportive and awesome and healthy, like dad. Yes, and like oh, what if he has? What if he does have a little kid with him? Like he has his like a little assistant kid. He has a little assistant kid. Yes, because he's always mm-hmm. teaching his kid how to grill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
they, but they only grill the same thing over and over again. Like, oh yeah, they only just, grill one thing until Guy Fieri gets involved. He's like, involved. he's like, what's his face from Demon Demon Slayer? He only knows one. Tr- he only knows one move. He, knows how, he only knows how to grill a burger. He's never thought about like the process of like actually putting the burger on buns and stuff. <gasps> you know, be such a lovely. And so like the process is like. Maybe we'll have like a fun bonding moment where like his fu- his son like doesn't like meat, but he loves eating like just like f- like greens and stuff that are found around. And uh-huh. his dad's like, I don't understand why my kid doesn't. I love my kid so very much. Why doesn't he eat meat? And the guy from <laughs> like, Yo, make a burger. You can grill the- greens, dude. You can grill a green vegetable. <laughs> and then the two of them become like the best dad and son combo ever. You know, be a really lovely little thing. What? So like if the, the, the grill master guy, he like runs into egg girl and she's like, maybe you could put an egg on that burger. And he does that. What? And he's like, and it becomes like, this is a wonderful little moment where it's like this grown ass man and this kid are just losing their shit over yes. egg burgers. <laughs> that's, that's very good. It's fucking wholesome. Guy Fiara, you're bringing the world together with your spices. We need, a, a, like, we're not going to get through all 16 food yeah. warriors, of course. I'd say let's get, I want to get one archetype filled out because we mm. already have our, we need a dessert. Our bad person. guy turned good, right? Mm-hmm. Like the little fireball, and we've decided to go ahead and subvert the bad guy turned good by making them like a cute little, like mini, like mascot character that accidentally burns food too much. <laughs> I want to talk about the concept of the angsty rival archetype. Oh, so Guy Fieri. It has to be like another an anti Guy Fieri. It should be another chef that got sucked into this world. Holy shit! So what? Like, it, right. It's the guy from Chopped. It's Gordon Ramsay. Oh, it's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> What does he get reborn in? Alternatively, wait, gets... wait, I have one other possibility. Okay, if not Gordon okay. Ramsay, then I want to do the character from whoever is the host of The Great British Bake Off. Really? And here's my reason why. I haven't seen The Great British Bake Off, but I assume they make <laughs> lots and lots of sweets. And I'm obsessed with the idea of an edgy, angsty rival character uh-huh. who exclusively makes delicious sweet treats how about this how about this we get both of them one two edgy angsty characters we get gordon gordon ramsey maybe doesn't get sucked in i i like the idea of gordon ramsey being sucked in but he's turned into like a little halfling so you have like a little halfling that's just yelling at everything okay but he has to look up to people but we get a rogue who makes sweets okay so like so that's our anti that is is that the final person that he has to get on his team at the end of it that will be one of the final ones it's a 15 course meal that has to have a dessert so it's like I need to have a dessert person for my final dragon thing. I'm so glad that you mentioned a 15 course meal because we understand that there are 16 food warriors. So yeah. it's going to be 16 episodes. Yeah. Every episode will be like, <laughs> like learning a different co- dish. Like first course, second course, third course, mm-hmm. and it's a 16 course meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what be? You know why he wins at the end? Why? Because the dragon, all of his Spitfire people, they make shitty food. That's the reason why the fire well, guy got fired. That's the reason the fire guy left because he was fired by the dragon because he kept burning the meals. The, I think he didn't get fired. They, they make excellent food. Mm-hmm. and But he, it has no love. He, yeah. I was about to say, the problem with the dragon that we will tackle at the very end of the series because it's studio trigger so we can just like <laughs> let things happen and then say that they're like really thought-provoking moments. <laughs> I fucking love trigger so much, Blake. Um, the problem is... At the very end, all their food is so good. The issue is that the dragon cooked the food for himself. Mm-hmm. And Guy Fiari and all of his food warriors cooked food for the dragon. Mm-hmm. And so it is tastier because it was made for somebody else. Oh, that's so loving. 
You know what the final image of this series is? What? It's going to be all of them posing with their iconic meals, and it's being like, thank you for playing. And the dragon's wrapped around them and smiling. Oh! You know what would be so cute? What? So, like, the dragon eats their meal, and he physically changes color. (gasps) Like, it's like... It's like the... Like, he's like a really, like, dark and, like, per... Like, maybe he's like a big, spooky, black and purple dragon. Yeah, he's like, he's cold, but then he turns into, like, a warm, reddish... Like, he's, like, he's cozy by friendship. He turns, like, super vibrant, like, some of his scales are different colors. Yeah, and then you know what what happens? What? He breathes steam, and he lives in a volcano. The volcano erupts, and it just rains recipes down across the land. (laughs) Hell yes, I love this series so much. Are we going to go with Isegai Fiari? I think Isegai, a spicy adventure. A spicy adventure. <laughs> or we could also go with the idea of making it a very, very long Isekai name. That time I was reborn as a, as a uh, cooking, a cook orc, an or, a half orc cook um, chef. That time I was reborn as a half orc chef. Dungeons and dragons and, dri- and divers and dinins and drives. <laughs> But what do we want to do? Is it isegai, short, sweet, and simple? Or do we want to go with a sentence of dungeons and dragons and dungeons and drives and whatever? I keep on screwing up that sentence because it's such a mouthful. <laughs> let's do that one. The, the long one that yeah, neither one of us can say? Yeah. <laughs> can you pull up the submission so we can just read it off correctly at least one time for our cool, cool isegai? It was for, it was for Jordan Scott, I believe. Yeah. Jordan Scott at uh, Big Jordan uh, Scott on Twitter. Dungeons, drive-ins, dragons, and dives help guy quest for the lost city of Flavortown. And that's the volcano. We totally, oh, the, that's the, the, volcano. the volcano is the Flavortown Yeah, city. it's Flavortown. So it's like, but it's Flavortown because it's all it's all the food is being made for the dragon forcibly by his little spitfire demons. And I know what everybody who's listening to this podcast is thinking. Hey, Blake, AJ, aren't you supposed to be making video games? Don't you worry. <laughs> We're going to launch the series. It's going to be a huge success. And we're going to get a game adaption, huh? We're going to get a really, really shitty Arena Fighter video game adaptation. I was... Do not worry. It will be shitty. I think we make it for the Wii because the Wii's product control on games. <laughs> but was shit. I'm talking like, I don't know if you remember from a few episodes back, I was talking to you about um, Hick Carnival games. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. That level of just shit. <laughs> yeah. Just get... Just go the full we're circle. Gonna... Amazing anime, disappointing game. And we're going to go ahead and lean into how disappointing <laughs> it is by doing a game for a generation, a generation ago. We 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 do it so bad is that the 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 lovable character rogue who's all like I make desserts but I hate everybody. We completely change him to where he's not that anymore. So the adaption of the game Man, is just I can't incredibly wait. shitty. <laughs> God, the battle arena, the arena fighter adaptation of this anime is going to suck so much i'm so excited <laughs> we're ready to go to patch notes brother yeah i'm ready to go to patch notes <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to patch notes where we talk about some little bit of updates and announcements just a reminder we ended up launching our patreon, we have a patreon now if you guys feel like supporting us and showing, showing some love we have a we have some small tiers that you guys can check out we if have not, one tier if not like, we don't really have any content beyond a paywall. The only thing is, is that you can access some of our ghost tapes. But that's yeah. it. And then, of course, if you'd like to submit and be part of the next episode, you're more than welcome to give us a submission through Twitter at SpiritualSuck. Email us at SpiritualSuccessorPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can submit on the old Cool Games Inc. Reddit. As a side note, we actually do have our own Reddit now. Mm-hmm. So if you want to submit to us more specifically, you can. Mm-hmm. That's at Spiritual underscore Successor mm-hmm. on Reddit. Yep. 
Um, just submit wherever you're most comfortable. We don't really have a preference as to where you guys post. It's just that option is there if you want it. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if you're willing to share the podcast with a friend, that also means so, so much to us. It's the most meaningful thing you can do, even beyond like supporting us on Patreon or giving us submissions. Really, word of mouth is the best thing you can do. And if you want to see what kind of lovely art we come up for our newest anime, check in on Thursday on our Twitter and on our Reddit, where I'm going to be sharing some fun guy, easy guy, fieri <laughs> fan art. Hell, yes. I'm so excited for this artwork. <laughs> And then, of course, the intro and outro music we use is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song for an excellent album from an excellent video game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool anime. This is a cool anime. That should not be made. <laughs>